masturbating all night long. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Witch Finger Horror Podcast. My name is Yasmina. Over here, I got Megan. <laughs> but you, you know, you know what I just heard for the first time? Witch Finger Horror Podcast. That is hilarious. Horror podcast? Because we be whores. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, it's funny, I usually tell people that we're a comedy podcast, but I like horror too. We're a horror podcast! We are the first of its genre! Morgan, introduce yourself for you. Oh yeah! And then we got Morgana. (laughs) I'm over here. Morgana. Introduce ourselves like wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Morgan. Yeah. Let's get ready to podcast! (laughs) And tonight... We are embarking on Wishmaster. So we're drunk. Yeah. It took us a while (laughs) to get this episode started. We had some technical difficulties, and with that comes time, and with time comes more alcohol consumption. Yes, this is true. And so, yeah, we actually, uh, it's been like an hour and a half extra of working on, no, actually, it's been longer than that. Like, almost two hours of, like, troubleshooting. Fucking hate technology, man. Sorry. I feel... feel, You put your glass down really loudly right there, girl. Morgan got really mad at us before (laughs) we started this episode. She's like, don't fucking slam. All right, you Goddamn the glasses down, you fucking horse. Whores, you fucking whores. Yeah, fucking whores. Which finger, you fucking whores? Which one? Uh, Which finger is the whore? I feel like I need to preface this with Yasmina has been drinking um, a lot of too many things. And now she's drinking wine? No, no, no. Whiskey. Whiskey. And then I'm drinking wine. (laughs) And then I'm drinking wine. Uh, And and Morgan and myself are both doing champagne. Yeah, we were talking about champagne and how wonderful it is just to celebrate nothing at all. And so here we are. (laughs) Nicole Kidman. Sorry, I Nicole Kidman. The old man, no, Nicole Renee Zellweger, Nicole, the old man, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, oh Anna Nicole Smith. Oh. <laughs> Nicole Smith. She's like, I want a pickle, <laughs> and then I want to star in a movie called Skyscraper. <laughs> Skyscraper, guys. I still haven't seen it yet. Wait, can we please watch Skyscraper? I'm into soon? it. I'm super into it. Um. So how come none of us are drinking gin tonight? I just like to know because we are watching a movie with a gin. Gin. I, I don't think we had been that clever before this very moment mm. to think of that, you know? Mm. It's funny because I kind of thought of it, but then I disregarded it because I'm not gin a gin up, drinker. I just don't like the taste of pine needles. But I know that there's you know fancy what? gin that Let me tell you, like the gin of old is not the gin the of gin new. Of old. The gin of old. They Ooh. make so many man- Morgan, magical... Morgan, born in 1785. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With my monocle. <laughs> the gin of old. I have a legitimate question. Do people still wear monocles? I... I'm sure they do it ironically. Why like, I bet you ever, you'd though? see somebody uh, in Brooklyn doing it. I don't know. Maybe only one eye needed to see some Isn't shit. Isn't that bifocals? No. Bifocals is top and bottom. Yeah, classes. that's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, monocle is just one. Like, let me take a look with my a good eye and put the circle in your eye and go, Okay, if you wear a monocle, can you hit us up and let us know? Please. I'd like to know. Or if you know somebody that wears a monocle. Yeah. Okay, I feel like so... Orbax wears a monocle. 
Yeah, Orbax. Fucking fuck you, Orbax. Monica wearing Orbax. Borax. 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 Monocle. Let's get to the my wife. Borat. Okay, so <laughs> this is an awesome episode, by the way, so far, and we're only six minutes in. This is the best part. The so beginning of this movie is fucking so metal. It's so gory. We're at the part where the skeleton comes out of the body. <sighs> and he's just like, hey guys, what's up? Fuck, man, it's so gory. It's so evil. By the way, the the one thing that I did notice about yeah. this, and I noticed it again, was that the body, when he's like pulling his shirt open, the, he has no nipples. It's weird to me. Oh, they like the faux body that they yeah, made? Yeah, they forgot no to like add nipples to it. Um, but the skeleton that rises out is fucking awesome. Like, the gore, like, everything kind of, like, pulling apart. It, it um, reminded me very much of, like, Snake Army on, of Darkness. Yeah, like, when yeah. the skeleton was right on top of that yeah. guy, it was very mm-hmm. Army of Darkness. But this is so, like, Wes Craven. Of course totally, it is. Totally, yeah. so Wes Craven. We got, like, Serpent Guy fucking, like, help me. I love him. I love him. Anything that crawls like that reminds me of Uncle Frank. Yeah. Yes. And then you got, like, the Hall of, um, the Crypt Keepers... And shit. And also the, it also reminds me of Poltergeist 2, um, when he drinks the tequila worm, and yes. then he barks out that yeah. monster yeah. and that drags nasty himself yeah. across yeah. the floor. Very that much shit's got me disgusting. for life. Poltergeist 2 is a fu- That was a Put good on the list. Yeah. We did it. Okay, we've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay. Good, well, present. here's the thing. You know what? We've literally been drunk for every episode, so it's a free pass, right? The problem is, I don't. I fried my brain, and so my memory. She's not so good. What's your? Who are you again? What's What's your name? Satan. Satan. I mean, we've literally been doing episodes for like what since 2016 though. Like, I can't remember that far back. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, why did we do this? This like, remember when I was like, oh, we need to do fucking uh, yeah, um, Blood Diner. I was like, it's too bad we did Blood Diner already. And Yasmin is like, we haven't done that movie yet. And I was like, oops. I know. I was just testing oops. you. My brain is fucked oops. up. I remember trivia from like our third episode. It's really I know. Weird. Your memory's fucked. I have a very vivid memory and I remember numbers really well as well, but I'm also just super nerdy. Uh, so like the trivia that we do, I retain it. Because I get off on it. Oh, shit. Like she gets off on Div Off. Fuck well, it. Well, that's true. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you something. Get off Listeners, listen up. Uh, we're going to get into Div Off later, but I just want to say Andrew Div Off. Div Off. I want like to take my Div Off. Is <laughs> a fucking fabulous human being. But. All right. Wishmaster. Came out in 1997. This we, might be the newest movie we've done. This is the newest movie oh, we've ever done. Yeah, we're fucking going forward in time. Robert Englund. Uh, Robert Englund is now surveying the, the um, package with uh, Ted Ramey's. Yeah. Fucking good God, Ted. Yeah. Good Remember God when Ted. Ted Ramey ate like chips at our booth that one time or whatever the fuck he ate and his noodles went all over or something? I don't know what the fuck he ate. Remember that? That, that was, was crazy. That was when he sat down with us. That was a moment where 
I've never truly felt starstruck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, we've met a lot of of mm. celebrities at conventions and shows and stuff like that. But when he sat at our booth and just like sat like he was part he of just, our like, podcast, chilled. I was like, like I didn't have words for him. Like I was mute. I was a fucking mute. You know what I think the difference was? The difference was when we met when we met people. We approached their booth, right? And so there's there's an element of control there where yeah, you, we have you the know pow- yeah, you the know power. you only have a, a, a few amount of seconds. You yeah. don't have a long time at the booth. Mm-hmm. But when he sat at our booth, I was like, like on my couch, on my yeah. fucking couch right now, right. beside me. And and he like he was there, sort of like as just like I'm here to have fun. He wasn't like I'm one of the guests. Like he just came to. Shock, shock, because. Because yeah. of Yasmina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had emailed each other before the event because he lives in Detroit and it's only a two-hour drive from where we live. And I uh, I reached out to him and was like, hey, we're actually doing Evil Dead 2 at Shockstock. If you're coming down, like, would you like to come in to the show and, like, sit with us for a little bit? And he was interested. And he looked us up. And uh, so Ted Brammy just got uh, <laughs> smushed by the pack. Package, um, the box of the statue. <laughs> he got smushed by the box. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, he, Mazda. he was actually like super into uh, our show. And then, but he just showed up the day after our live show and then just stated that um, the next time to reach out and let him know. And he was just so, he was just so cool. Like I just, he's such a good guy. That's why I like calling him a good guy, Ted. Do you expect any less? No. The Raimi bros, they're good. I know. They, they are good. bros. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. They bros. They're yeah, good. Bros. Uh, yeah. What? Um Okay. So <laughs> right. Now we're in this building. I just wanted to mention Robert Englund, whenever I see him like outside of the Freddy When he doesn't have his Freddy Whenever he doesn't on, have the yeah. Freddy costume on, I like have a little bit of a crush on him, I think. Yeah. Like, he always has a smirk. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. there, even when Raimi was being killed, he has this smirk, like, this knowing, like, this evil knowing Dougal. smirk. Dougal! You know? <laughs> so like, this is yeah. why you must watch V! Oh my god. Okay, all I, right, all right. Because he's even younger than this, and he is so innocent looking and also because he's like one of the aliens but he's an ally to the humans and starts these about aliens yeah reptiles man i literally know nothing about they it. rip it's their about faces off and they got fucking reptiles the skin. Anunnaki. yeah <laughs> we like to pretend uh, no it's like okay. they're like um lizard people yes yeah so but basically what ends up happening is like uh there's like an alien visitors that come to earth and they're like hey we want to make contact we're happy we're benevolent but like oh, cute. but they have an insidious really not. Not. Yeah, yeah, like and then yeah, it actually kind of, kind of turns into like a little bit of the whole like um introspective no it okay. turns into kind of like um like almost like a, a like a holocaust parallel in a weird way where there's like a lot of like propaganda like oh the v they're your friends yeah like, like join us yeah join us and stuff like that and and they cool. kind of they mirror it sort of in that way where like a lot of that kind of type of like uh mind control and like kind of propaganda was used to like 
change cool. people's minds about stuff. Yeah, it is very neat. All right, um, all right. Also, the guy that we just saw right. with the green shirt that was like checking out the jewel—that's Jack Lemon's son. Yes, Chris Lemon. Chris Lemon. That yeah, he's the um the like auction the like head auctioneer guy. Yeah, or, like, I, I don't know. If, I think that's the only time we see him. But no, I no, didn't he's know in that. he's in the movie again. Um, oh, okay. I was gonna say Julian Sands, Andrew Divock, <laughs> Julian Sands. <laughs> Um, as the Wishmaster was confused and she was like, Are we doing didn't we already do Warlock? And we're like, No, no, Wishmaster, the the other the, W's. The W's, W's. The get me. Yeah. The However, guy. though, like a sandwich with Julian Sands from Warlock 2 and Andrew Divoff from Graveyard Shift, I uh, would get in the middle of that. A Julian sandwich. A Julian sandwich? Yeah. <gasps> a Julian Sandwich. Yeah, with the side of Divoff. Actually, you know what? Like, you know how they did Alien versus Predator? Not that I actually ever saw it, but like <laughs> Warlock Don't. versus Wishmaster would be way better. Holy That'd be fuck. hot. And then there's like happen Hollywood, right? And then there's like a scene actually, no, where Hollywood. they like yeah, no. take their clothes off and then they start making out. Well, I mean, like, cause we and do they, get like, to see his panace in Warlock too. Yeah. Oh, we yes. do. Oh my god, that yeah, would be they amazing. Do. But like, okay, so but is Let's it make this happen? Is it Wishmaster in his like goblin makeup, or is it like Wishmaster no, as like no. his normal well, face? maybe an in between, like when he's like just the head, <laughs> the just the tip, just, just the tip. Remember in the second one where he's just like a head with like a little fish tail? Oh my god, <laughs> God, we are drunk straight women right now. Yes. We <laughs> are drunk straight women. Oh my yes. god. No, there's something about like a like a powerful entity, you know. And, I, and now that I'm I'm a little bit tipsy, I'm almost offended that all these powerful entities are represented as men all the time. I know. Booer. Fuck you! We need to write ourselves <laughs> a movie like that that's like, that's like this kind of like Queen thing. of the Damned, but, just, but like... Yeah, but like, a lot of those movies, I feel like they still like represent... The, yes, exactly. Yeah. They still represent women as like, you know, you know, they're using their, their sex appeal to like, uh, you know, make these things happen. Oh, like fucking Wonder like, Woman. Bullshit. Just, just be a she powerful She should have hairy woman. armpits. Yes. Right? She's an Amazonian. Why are her legs shaved? Anyways. That is the most valid point we have ever I made I spent a lot of time podcast. on the internet. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, but you know what movie I just thought of in this discussion? Alienator. <laughs> have you seen oh, that yeah, one yet? Yeah, of course. She fucking shoots lasers out of her tits. <laughs> and zaps. Zap, I mean, zap. I'd be okay with that. All right, so... She Wish literally Master. just pushed Wishmaster Wish Master in her mouth. Like it, she was just like, uh. that was a very sexual moment too. It for was. Fox it was. Uh, okay, so Wishmaster came out in 1997. We already said that. Um, and it was directed by Robert Kurtzman. It was written by Peter Atkins, and Peter Atkins wrote a lot of the Hellraiser sequel screenplays, which is cool. Um, and which Kurtzman actually is very great makes too. sense because this, uh, the Wishmaster Two, reminds me a lot of Hellraiser Three. Uh, I'll get into that later. But music by Harry Manfredini. Special effects uh, by, obviously, a multitude of very talented people, but Greg Nicotero. So... Produced by Wes Craven. I w- yeah. I, I mean, was, young, like, young, executive yeah. produce, yeah. so I'm not sure how much of a hand he really but, had Well, I, I, there's definitely a lot of, of working together collaboration because um, the director worked heavily in the Freddy franchise mm-hmm. um doing like makeup directing and stuff like that and so I imagine it being now I know that Wes Craven wasn't involved in some of the movies in the Freddy franchise 
Yeah, because he was disappointed in a few of the the later movies. And so anyways, like th- there's that, that concept we talk a lot about in the podcast that we love so much, right? Like people constantly working together. Yes, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I love it. It's like the, like, Yuzna, Stuart Gordon, exactly. Group, Jeffrey exactly. That little bromance group. that they have, and they're always like, we want to pull my friends yeah. in. Yeah, and they like, always, like, happen. work well together, and you can tell by uh, the final product of the movies that you're watching, right? And uh, you can definitely, like, earlier I mentioned the, like, connection that I made with the sequel and Hellraiser 3. Like, there's a lot of similarities between the two characters, like Morgana and uh, the goth girl, like, in Hellraiser 3 and everything. And they go through, like, these different, like, uh, similar trajectories. Uh, Even, like, the wardrobe, like, I find very uh, similar in, like, costume design and stuff like that. But, I mean... But it's not derivative. It's similar, but it's not derivative. Like, it's not... It's not like you go, like... Well, we can tell because we're fucking nerdy, though. Like, we pay attention (laughs) to details like that. Um, But, yeah, so... um, This movie was shot in 33 days. And you mentioned um, the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels... uh, Jack Shoulder, uh, he is uh, very much involved in a lot of the Nightmare franchise, and uh, he directed the second one of Nightmare on Elm Street, and he also did The Hidden. He was actually offered to direct this one, um, but he thought the script sucked, uh, so he declined. Right, uh, but, he but did then the, he was he did offered the second one. Yeah, yeah. and then but then mm. he was offered the sequel, yeah. and he was like, um, "Well, I'm only going to do it if I can write the screenplay." So. I find that interesting because, like, both of them, both, I love the one and two Wishmasters. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously the first two are, like, the best ones. Yeah. I personally have not ever seen. We'll get into the sequels Any later. of the other ones at all. Lay your head on my the only one of the three of us who's watched any of the other Wishmasters past the third one? Yeah. And so I, I think I think the reason that I enjoy them so much is I know there's only, I would say, Morgan, between you and I, five years, maybe four years Yeah, I'm difference. 82 and you're 86. I'm 86. So yeah, so, so four, four years, years difference. Yeah. However, that is such a pivotal... You know, when I was in high school, I started high school in the year 2000. Yeah. You graduated yeah, the, the year, year I started, yeah, right? So exactly. that's that's a really important time of that's life. That's true. And so, th- like, the, the the period of, like, the mid-2000s, like, between 2005 and 2010, I was still, you know, a little bit immature in my tastes, mm-hmm. and these were very new to me. And so I like a lot of the Wishmasters because, to me, that was, like, my, like, coming-of-age kind of shit, yeah. right? And you were already past that yeah. at that point. But I, I love all that shit. I love the industrial music that they... Oh, I know. And it's always, like, so you put know? on. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, Rage Against Machine and Corn were very popular at that time. Kids didn't like to conform. Like, <laughs> let's, let's apply that to the soundtrack. All day I dream about humping. <laughs> do you remember that? The radio edit for yes, Adidas? Yes, I do. No, they played it, it on awful. the fucking radio. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they edited it to say humping, humping. instead of fucking. Oh, oh, sex yeah. or whatever. Sex? No, he says fucking yeah, in, yeah. in that part. So yeah. instead oh, yeah. of fucking, he says humping, but it's really funny. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> humping. so 
I just have to point out that this part here where the Wishmaster has come out of his little fucking jewel and this oh, creature, that's Vern Troyer. <gasps> oh my god, shut up, you must have been young. Well, no, because again, it's 1997. Yeah, so it was before Austin Powers. He's the but, mini but Jim. Jim. He's the little, kind of. yeah. the little, mini like Jim. kind of born before he becomes like the Get yeah. in my belly! Right? Yeah, get in my jewel! <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's way more. This is also some more fucking Uncle Frank shit here. It's very Uncle Frank, but he also reminds me of that guy, Yasmina, that you and I are both scared of from Masters of the Universe. He has that those big eyes, you know, with the the, the pompadour. Oh, oh yeah, fucking Karg. Karg. He kind of reminds me of him because he had. Look at. Does he not a little bit? Karg is more scary, in my opinion. His head is like an entire brain. It's really gross. Like this, yeah. Like this is definitely like I feel the Wes Craven vibe of like the slime. The like it's also being very Frank, born. Though. Yeah, very Uncle Frank. It's almost like. I, I don't think they did. And that's Freddy Krueger. Like, it really looks like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, right when there. he's, like, uh, full grown. Like, but but it almost is like, did they film it backwards? They didn't. Like, Uncle Frank was filmed backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when he mm-hmm. comes up. But yeah. that was brilliant what they did. Oh, I Look love at his how butt. they his little bum. His bum! His little fucking Wishmaster bum. Did you take a look at her bum? Look at her bed. I love his like his little braids that he has coming down. And then they're like three tentacles. Yeah. They're like dre- they're like two dreadlocks, but they're like slimy instead of fuzzy. Do we? Okay, wait. Do we see any any Wishmaster dick? Like that's I the only. Wish. That's the only side. Like, <laughs> oh, profile. well played. Well played. <laughs> and you know, and it's funny because like he's yeah, presented as a man, mm-hmm. but without genitals. I guess he's asexual, right? right? To be honest with you, I didn't really notice anything because, like, he turned sideways and walked. uh, It was a Morgan checked. I was trying to see. She had her binoculars out when she was watching. No, I had my monocle out. Excuse me. (laughs) This this lady. He took it out. He took it out. (laughs) This lady reminds me of Casey. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is Casey. This is what I mean when I I say I I can't remember anything. She reminds me of Linda Blair. Terminator. Linda Blair. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Listen, I've drank a bottle of champagne (laughs) tonight. You whore. (laughs) Boo, you whore. (laughs) Does she not her bone structure? Her Does she not? Come on. Yeah, I see it. She very much looks. Uh, she has a black belt in Shotokan Karate. Who does? Her, Tammy Lauren. Um, Tammy Lauren Vasquez. I actually have a very interesting trivia fact about her. I didn't have that much to say about her. Yeah, she actually uh, kind of wait has a minute. Had a, had a, George mm, Buck eh. motherfucking flowers. I love that he is here and also a bum again. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, actually, I'm going to pause on Tammy because there's a lot of cameos that are about to happen. We're at the pharmacy scene. Here we have Reggie Bannister from uh, Phantasm. Phantasm. Yep. Also, uh, we missed earlier, but uh, we missed, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Fucking from uh, Day of the Dead. Um, he was at the port when the package Oh, yeah, he's the, he's the drunk uh, operator there. Yeah, he's the Dennis drunk Hayden. Uh, um, but yeah, this part's awesome. There's a lot of fucking cameos in this scene. Uh, Reggie Bannister, um, from what I know from Joe Bob, this guy is a fucking knockout good dude too. 
Reggie. I actually think that we should do Phantasm 2 or 3 for an episode because I fucking love part 2 and 3 of Phantasm. They're first so one's a 80s. Slow. Yeah, it is. But the first the one is serious. That's a classic. Second Have you ever seen the fucking third. part 2 and 3? I've only seen the first There's one. There's lots of gore. Oh my god. You would love it. Like, there's so much special effects. Like, have you ever seen that? Like, the picture... Of the woman with like the weird Freddy face that's coming out of her spine. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's from Phantasm 3, I want to say, or 2. I could be wrong. I am drunk, but that would be a fun one. Um, but, uh, okay, we'll get back to the pharmacy scene. But Tammy Lauren, uh, the most interesting thing that I found out about her is her father-in-law is uh, Moshe Weinberg. Who yes, is one, the I did read about this. He was a wrestling coach who was one of the people who was killed in the Munich Olympic Games massacre in 1972. Um, so... Her husband, um, Guri Weinberg, is also an actor, and he played his father in the Steven Spielberg movie Munich uh, in 2005, which is a movie about the fucking Olympic Games massacre. I quite literally don't know what you're talking about. There was a massacre. Like, we don't need to get into it, but that's interesting it's yeah fuck. yeah it was like a israeli attack like um on the <gasps> munich olympic games and like Sacrabla. i think like a, a 15 people died or yeah. shot or taken hostage um but yeah her her father-in-law was one of the men um he was a wrestling coach he got killed and then that movie munich in 2005 i've actually not seen it but now i want to watch it since doing this research he played yeah like her husband played his father in the movie. How how eerie would that be? Man, uh, that like I feel like good for him for being able to play that role. Like that must have been very uh, arduous for him. But uh, it, I've heard it's a great movie. I just haven't watched it yet. My my dad really likes it. My dad. My dad. Really the my DVD. Dad. Um, but the. Uh, uh, okay, so we're back at the pharmacy. So that's Tom Savini there, eh? Yeah, Tom Savini we just saw. And Oh, that's evil. Oh wait, Ooh. you know what? I'm I'm I was wrong. Joseph Pilato is the guy from Day of the Dead. I also love how they have the Wishmaster playing like a bum in the street. What I wanna know is Oh so Are you gonna smoke? When that? I watched this, like I watched this like a little bit ago, just so I could be refreshed on on this movie. So is does is George Buck Flowers the only guy, the only person who makes it out alive from Wishmaster? Uh, probably, and that would make sense because who wants to kill George Buck Flowers? Right? Like, look at him. I love how he runs away like he literally has a shit in his pants. You know what? I have been saying this for years, but, like, why isn't there a documentary about him yet? Like, every single... It's coming. Every IMDb it, it fucking like, credit he has is, like, bum, bum. Bum, bum, alcoholic, wino, There's a wino, documentary bum. about Dick Miller. Why isn't there a documentary about, about George, George Buck Flowers? Flowers? And he probably has the best Hollywood career in the sense that, you know, we talk about um, Christian Bale or Daniel Day-Lewis or Matthew McConaughey even, who have done massive changes mm. for their roles, gain and lost and built and bulked and blah, 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 blah. Flowers ain't gotta do shit. He wakes up in the morning. He doesn't have to brush his teeth. <laughs> he doesn't even he have teeth. You know what I mean? The man literally rolls out of bed. He has to add He's like, dirt what to himself. What role do I need to play today? A bum? Perfect. <laughs> you know, he goes out in his, his mud pit in the backyard of his mansion. Right? And he rolls in the mud pit. And then he fucking goes to work. Like, that's what's up for work. Literally. And this is why... I want to produce a documentary about him. 
Like, but like, what a life, man. But listen, Perfect. no, but he didn't. He direct fucking Drive In Massacre. Like he's oh. he directed Drive In Massacre. I'm pretty sure, and he's also in it. I actually have that. But he's I haven't in watched it, it yet. But I'm pretty sure he directed it That's or he wrote it or something. Hilarious. Bless so he did George Block. Block Flowers. George Block Flowers. I love you, man. I love you. Do you know what your name in Indian is? Jagdesh. Good night, Jagdish. When they go to India for the wedding and Elaine gets her nose pierced and she gets the last season. You snapped me. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Snapped me. You know, Peach Schnapps, it's pretty good. Bitch, you are crazy. Okay, it might be good, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. It Um, might be good when you're fifteen. I was gonna say I've grown up. Well, I haven't been fifteen in a long time, but you know what? I will give it a shot again. So maybe next recording I'll buy some schnapps. And we can have it with like um like a club soda or something. I would rather have peach schnapps than peppermint schnapps. Mm. Fuck that. Peppermint schnapps. Who the fuck drinks that? Dude, you know what? The two liquors that I don't understand why they exist the are the, the peppermints the mints and the chocolate chocolate liquor creme I, oh, I, love, I love chocolate who the fuck liqueur? drinks creme de menthe disgusting you mix it with baileys no 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 you mix it with okay, a well, thing baileys or two makes everything okay, although I, I do have to say i've i've drank grasshoppers i love no, grasshoppers no oh, no yes made it through oh no, she can't deal she can't deal I they are booze. so good for me the booze i don't understand is polar, um fireball oh fireball that's gross fireball i'll drink fireball but polar there was another polar bear and liquid drink. cocaine. Fuck liquid cocaine. <laughs> Do you remember too. liquid cocaine? I can't forget liquid cocaine. <laughs> One time I drank five in a row and I barfed uh, outside Mercedes's car on someone's lawn while she was blasting Motley Crue out of their Durango. <laughs> That's the last time. I will take I actual like, cocaine that's the last over time. drinking liquid cocaine. Like that's there it how. Is. Much I cannot do that. This Tammy Lauren has a crazy face when she screams. Uh, I'll have to say that. Ever since I've been watching this movie, I've always noticed that. Like, she has a, just an insane face. Um, but she hasn't really done that much acting. Like, I mean, no. she has. But it, it's just a lot of, like, random TV shows. Like, both recurring uh, characters as well as, like, single episodes. She was in a few after-school specials. Oh, my God. The after-school special know, that was called dude. Tattle. When to tell on a friend. I fucking watched all of oh, the after school really Actually, do you want to know what? I got to say, in my notes, after Tattle, When to tell on a friend, I wrote fucking snitch right <laughs> snitches get stitches bitch literally in bold fucking snitch like you were in that you write your notes like i do i put jokes in my notes too jokes well, in my notes i snitch put jokes bitch. in my notes but she was in home improvement yeah yeah she had a reoccurring role in that I you mentioned you. tim allen earlier tim <laughs> allen cool uh, time speaking of cocaine <laughs> right <laughs> Walker, Texas Did Ranger. Tim Al- oh, yeah, Tim forget. Allen was arrested in the yeah, 70s. Yeah. His mugshot is badass. I like it. His He's mugshot cute. is badass. I can't, I can't deny that Tim Allen in the Santa Claus is cute as fuck. Really? You like Tim Allen? Yeah, man. No, pure, I mean... Pure I- Michigan, man. Michigan. Pure Michigan. He's pure the Michigan. voice of the Pure Michigan ads. Did you know? Goddamn. What the fuck is Pure Michigan? It's, it's the ads. You know how it's like, good things grow in Ontario. Okay, well, never mind. There's like commercials. But for like, Michigan. Excuse yeah, for me. Michigan. You just did what you told us not to. Oh, I don't care. 
Okay, Morgan, if you don't pour your next drink, I'm going to feel like an alcoholic all by myself. Oh, oh, I did it all for the div off. What? The div off. What? So, so you, you can take, take that div off and, and shove it up your... What? Stick it up your... <laughs> so he's still a bum. Uh, so he's still a bum. Uh, uh, Wishmaster Okay, is. guys. He goes to the School of Medicine. I lied. George Buck Flowers did not direct Drive-In Massacre, but he wrote it. Okay, I'm really glad you said that, because in my mind, I was like, holy fuck, can anyone just direct a movie? Like... <laughs> Right? You're like, oh, that guy who plays a bum and everything literally directed this? You have money. It's true, though. It's true. But no, that movie is terrible. But I, no, he wrote it. Is it? You know, whenever they put the word massacre after um, um, Microwave Massacre. Microwave Massacre is incredible. We have to do that Whenever movie. they that put Massacre incredible. after yeah, yeah. Some, Slumber Party Massacre. It's like yeah. over, oh, but Slumber you know, Party Massacre like, also. Whenever incredible. you put Massacre, it's like, that's going to be a great fucking movie. Hell yeah. That's going to be great. Yeah. Well, it's a okay. massacre, but, but yeah. I mean, the premise is like, you know, it's at a, a drive-in and there's a guy with like a fucking samurai katana fucking sword. Fucking, I would have picked whoa. a different weapon. Slicing yeah, people's too. heads off. He st- they stick their heads out of the... Out of their cars and then they get yeah. their heads cut off. It's fucking awesome. Who sticks their head out of their cars at a drive-in? Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, dun, dun, dun. hey, are you smoking weed in there? Are you guys making out? You stick your head out. George Buck Flowers George is going to get you with the samurai sword. George Fuck Flowers. George Fuck Flowers. You know, we got like a shoulders. We got a flowers. We got a lot of interesting... Body part. Interesting. Is a flower a body part? A shoulder is a body part. Well, a shoulder is. <laughs> My flower. Alexandra walks in to fucking where, um. <laughs> oh, dear. I'd be cons- concerned if it wasn't. Oh. Also. What the fuck? We did miss the part where she walks in and there's actually the Pazuzu mm-hmm. statue in the background, which is kind of. This movie has so many homage. Yeah. Uh, there it is, Pazuzu again. Yeah, yeah, I just um, saw it. Uh, it's funny because, like, we've known each other for many years. 20, 25 years. 25 and years. For a long time, I was trying to get you to watch this movie, and I remember, like, uh, you were like, oh, 97, it must be awful, but I remember lending you my DVD, like, long, long time mm-hmm. ago, and be like, no, trust me, this movie's awesome, because, like, I love the, the, um, it just has, like, a, uh, an intent of fun like the people who made this movie like just fucking had fun with it and that's the vibe that i get like it's gory it's cheesy it's like uh a bunch of different things that uh makes me think that the crew had a lot of fun while making this movie i would hope so um but I was going to say something about Robert Englund's character. His name is Raymond Beaumont. He was named after Charles Beaumont, who was a writer on The Twilight Zone. Um, and he also wrote screenplays for uh, a lot of George Corman movies. And um, the George haunted, Corman. Uh, sorry, did I say George? George Roger, Foreman. It's I'm Foreman. Sorry. It's, George it's Foreman. Roger Corman. Oh, George <laughs> Foreman. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I drug a uh, fucking Roger Corman. So I just like that they named his character after Charles Beaumont. Like he also wrote uh, the Haunted Palace with Vinnie P. I, I, you know what, Yaz? I really truly think we are talking a lot about the horror community. Pretty much every time we get together, we talk about how much we love the horror community and being a part of it. And I don't think in any other genre. I mean, yeah, you have like people are like, well, the the MCU universe, like the the Marvel, whatever you know, like they all talk. But the horror community is the only community in film where they 
pay homage to other films that have nothing yeah. to do with them. Absolutely nothing. They just respect I their forefathers, that. right? They respect it. like the founding fathers of horror. I think we actually and pay like, homage. in our last episode, Return of Living Dead Part Two, like uh they paid homage to that special the famous monsters magazine guy. Right. The guy with yeah. like, the glasses. And like these are like classic people that started like the horror genre and Charles Beaumont was definitely like the Twilight Zone man like that's, that shit is classic they, so they went further than that though because apparently like it says like characters that are named like Finney, Beaumont, Derelith, Merritt are all actually references to also science fiction or horror writers like Jack Finney, Charles Beaumont like you said, uh, August Derleth and Abraham Merritt but you don't you you really don't see that in any other genre but horror. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, really it's very don't. specific, Point but it's very fucking proven. Cool. We were talking about that fucking guy that I was like, he just stole that guy's name, like Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Like earlier, right. uh, I'll just recap before we started recording. Megan said something about this guy, Machine Gun Kelly, and it, I was really confused. I don't like him. Let's clarify. Uh, and I was really confused because I was like, well, Machine Gun Kelly's dead. And then you guys were like, no, he's not. He's like dating Megan Fox. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Machine Gun Kelly was like a fucking famous mobster during the Prohibition era. And he died in Alcatraz. So like when the popular culture that we live in now, like he's like famous or whatever. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, I'm confused as an old person. Because, like, I'm, like, thinking, like, the real guy, Machine Gun Kelly, like, the guy who died in Alcatraz, so, like, it's just, like, like, but does this guy fucking ever mention? Megan Fox would be dating, like, a corpse. A corpse, maybe. I mean, it's way cooler than this fucking dude. Like, does he he tell his fans where he got his name? Not, not. Not that I know of. His music is not my shtick. At all but it's like he so just took the name, ever? but then he doesn't, like, does he acknowledge where he got it from? Probably not. And all these young people are like, Machine Gun Kelly, I'm a god. And I'm just like, learn your fucking history. That's not who he is. Like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I'm old. Get off my lawn. Yeah. But, but he like, called the shit poop. The- <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. I Don't put it out with your boots, Ted. Don't tell me my business, devil woman. Um, but yeah, the horror genre purposefully, like, purposefully make exactly. homages to the classics and like the community respects it. And this guy who's in a, oh, I don't know, is he a rapper? I, I don't know what kind Actor, of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind like, of Like that genre, makes, but, do yeah. they pay homage but, to the classics? I don't think so. But you know what? You make a good point in that when the horror community does it, they Such do it with purpose. Bitch. They do it with purpose to in a in a meaningful way. Whereas, like you said, Machine Gun Kelly probably just thought that's a cool name. They take I'm a name and then they just don't. It, do it's not to with honor it, yeah. the person. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a cool name. Whereas in the horror community, history, they're 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 man. really honoring yeah. their forefathers. Yeah, I'm a fan of history and I love that about the horror community. And, and I'm so glad you said that. That's such a good point. You know, it's it, yeah. So and that's why you know our fans listening like. You know, we haven't met probably 98% of you. We've we've met quite a few, but we haven't met probably 98% of you. But, like, I still feel like we're always a family. Yeah, always. Like, I the agree. horror community is always a family. 100%. I know if I put up a GoFundMe because Harley needed something, I know for a motherfucking fact the horror community would come through for me, even for sure. though we've never met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. One of the only is. good things of social media. Yeah. 
is bonding with the solidarity it's true like it's so true the support and all that i love that we are the weirdos mister we are we stick together we stick together um boobies okay so at her boobies (laughs) unique new york the arsonists had oddly Oddly shaped shaped feet feet. (laughs) holy fuck you guys i have just polished off an entire bottle not yet you just got to finish that in your glass if i do i'm gonna vomit all over this microphone (laughs) hot okay i guess uh should we talk about robert kurtzman mad dog kurtzman mad dog is his nickname i read that in the trivia oh oh (laughs) (laughs) that's that drink that ben loves right ben from say you love satan is it uh, that mad, mad dog shit? Oh, mad dog is like a fucking malt liquor. Ew. Yeah, that's uh That's, that's like Ben's some drink. American shit. Ew. Guys, one time I drank a malt liquor mimosa <gasps> that I what? bought from the beer what? store. A malt liquor mimosa? It said, Are it you said, kidding me? Like beers answer to the mimosa. Gross, gross, gross. No, thank you. Sick. I was not okay. Did you die? Did you I drink it and okay. perish? I We're was actually uh, recording with her zombie <gasps> from right now. Beyond. <laughs> That's fucking sick. Well, yeah, the malt liquor shit that they do is gross, though. Like, I've I've had the, like, booze that they, like, like the apple, the apple one, <laughs> like the apple, like malt liquor, and it's like sick. But malt liquor is just like the runoff of beer, isn't it? Like malt liquor, it's isn't... like the like uh, beers, like ball sweat. Yeah, like malt <laughs> liquor is like not. Cool. I actually don't really know that much about it. I'm a whiskey Ew. bourbon girl. Well, don't don't, yeah. Yasmina, you're too far gone. You're already almost. Right, cool. You're too far gone. I was talking about age. doing cocaine don't. earlier, and you're like, do not drink malt yeah. liquor, <laughs> girl. You you suck cocaine up your butthole for all I care, but do not drink malt liquor. Got it. I got it. See, that's why the horror community we support each other. You know, we're here for each other. Uh, Robert Kurtzman, Mag Dog. Um, he's the man killed by the piano. He gets crushed the by piano the man. piano man. Uh, and we were talking about the Rammies. Uh, Sam Raimi rec- recommended him for the job. So that's how he got the job. So Robert Kurtzman is a mainly special effects artist. And Jesus fucking Christ. His IMDb is through the roof with incredible I literally titles. have an, a page and a half of just the movies that he's literally done. Yeah, like, I mean, as a director, obviously, so clearly, this is, like, newer territory for him, but, like, as a special effects person, he's done, he was in the industry for a very long time, so, yeah, he started his career in 1984 when he moved uh, from Ohio to Hollywood, and he started uh, the K&B effects group with Greg Nicotero, who, of course, we all know. And Howard Berger. Yeah, Howard burgers are yeah. delicious yeah can be efx group um when was that formed it was like in the 80s or 88 88 yeah um and so of course they've gone on to uh work on over 400 films and television projects <laughs> the motherfucker won an emmy yeah he and, won a bunch of awards. yeah the sci-fi channel uh dune miniseries and an academy award for the chronicles of narnia shit i know i saw that and i actually have frank herbert's dune and i haven't watched it yet Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm interested in the new Dune as well. Oh, don't even get me started on I that. I saw the fucking... Boner alert right I here. I saw the preview and I was very, very excited. I read the book um, 
this year, and it blew my fucking mind, and I cannot wait to watch that movie. Anyways, continue. All right, so Kurtzman. Kurtzman. He, his first, like, writing project was from Dusk Till Dawn, um, and he wrote the original story, and he also served as co-producer and uh, created the special effects. Um, as you mentioned before, he's the piano wire guy in this movie, but his list is literally, like... It's stupid. I just... I just want to say from like a ignorant, a really fucking frustrated personal opinion. And I felt this way for many, many, many years. Writers in movies deserve more credit than the directors. Like it's very frustrating to me that the person who wrote, you know, who wrote these epics, who wrote Citizen Kane or who Mm. wrote Gone with the Wind or who wrote fucking Heat. Like you were like they get. You don't hear about the writers. You hear about the directors and the lead roles. Right. And the writers, you wouldn't have, the director would have nothing to work with were it not for the writers. I love it's how so passionately angry you are at this. Well, no, uh, and it makes perfect sense. Like, there, there is a concerted effort about, like, for every aspect of it. Like, because a director, like, I don't know. I don't make movies, but, like, I always see, like, a director on his, like, you know, in his chair, like being like, "Okay, you go this way, and you do this," and I'm sure that they do more than that. Like, of course, everybody's but... like Steven Spielberg. They worship his fucking asshole for and a I reason. I do too. I do too. But of course, but the writer and the screenplay—that's where it like, comes these from. These things are the visual, like the direction. The director has like the, the like vision. the Cohen brothers the are bonkers. <laughs> the director They're has the vision, bonkers. but like whoever wrote that shit and put that shit to paper first to make the, like, it's like when you read a book, the imagination comes first, right? And then a director would take that imagination and put it to, to print. Well, they are, uh, reward, rewarded with a lot of money. Uh, but the I see what you mean. Share? Yeah, the writers like they're they're Good. compensated. Don't worry, like, it's just, it's, they're compensated. Me, if I wrote, you know what I mean. Like if I wrote, um, let me just think of something off the top of my head. Um, if I wrote Waterworld. <laughs> okay, that's not a good one. <laughs> I love that. When you think about it, that to write that, you would have to have a really crazy imagination. And then who gets all the credit? Kevin Costner. You know what I mean? It, it's very frustrating that the initial idea comes from this brilliant mind. That's and, why and I am I'm a huge fan of movies that are uh, written directed, directed by yeah. the person who wrote it. That that to me is Michael a whole Mann concept. is one yeah. of those. Well, people. Like, it's a whole concept. If you have the vision and you are putting it to paper, then you already know yeah. what you want to see. That's you like already my, know. My how this person dream. looks, who that person is, um, who's written that character. Um, Pulp Fiction, what's his name? Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. Now, now he's a big name, right? I have to admit that I have not seen a single bad Tarantino film. They're not my favorite, but I've never seen a bad Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, because he writes and directs. And stars. Actually, um, you know? uh, Robert Kurtzman, uh, he wrote From Dust Till Dawn, and as actually the first person to pay Tarantino to write a screenplay. So Tarantino wrote the screenplay and directed uh, From Dust Till Dawn, and uh, that was the first screenplay that he was paid to write, and it was $1,500. No, which is interesting, because to take a a story that's already, already written and make it into a screenplay, to me, I'm very confused. Okay, so the difference is the when you write a story, it's just the story. Sure. Uh, a screenplay involves like dialogue, action scenes. But is the dialogue not already in the book? Uh, 
Not necessarily. No. I, okay, wait. You said For book. example, you mean, no, you mean story? No, but, but story. Let's just say Stephen yeah. King wrote so The Shining. So a story is like... The dialogue okay. was in The Shining. Okay, yes, but that's a movie that's based on a book. But like a movie like From Dust Till Dawn, like when you have the story, like that's like the treatment, right? Okay. So the treatment is just the story and like basically like this is the story, this is what happens. But the screenplay, the screenwriter takes the story and adds the dialogue, adds and like the this, action. This scene, adds this like, is what yeah. this person says, this person says this, this person's yeah, not in, in the way. writing? No. They uh, don't write the dialogue in, they don't write what the characters say in the in writing. The story? No. 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 no, the story is like just the story. But like the screenplay is like with the dialogue and it's very specific. Like a story, you could write a story, let's just say it's three pages. A screenplay can be like 120 pages. Yeah, like the screenplay says this guy walks in left. Sure. This guy yes, does I get that. This. Yeah. That part I get. That part I get. But I, I truly thought that when you write a movie, <clears throat> you know, you write Wishmaster, he wrote, and the djinn sits down and says... No, no, no. That's that would not be the, in the that's story. The that's the screenplay. Yeah. That's like, those are the specificities show up in the screenplay. Yeah, like the... the so tr- like the, if you wrote a story and you paid me yeah. to write the screenplay... Then you'd that's elaborate, the difference. right? You'd yeah, like and... I would write like well because it's like pages. a three-page story could like Stephen King. Some treatments some, are only yeah, one page. Some of yeah, like some of Stephen King's like short stories Girl, become like, hour and a half long movies. Right? Yeah, like yeah. if you Shawshank, make it, yeah, yeah, you make it an hour and a half movie. Yeah. You have to include things that make it that way. But obviously, if you have a book, then that's like a different. Uh, scenario, but Y'all, like if I am you... thirty-five and I have just learned a fact. Can you? You can literally. You can write stories and you can like paint. Uh, I, I won't charge you actually, but I'll write the screenplays for you and just pay me in weed. I will pay you in motorboats, yeah. bitch. I got no! some. Motorboats. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. All right. So Kurtzman. Kurtzman. Okay. Ace Ventura. Go. Is go. this of SPX? SP I'm is SPF <laughs> Guys I'm SPF I've drank a legit bottle of fucking champagne. Mm, Critters, The Fly, Night of the Creeps, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Predator, Evil Dead 2, The Blob, Halloween 5, A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, a horror show, Night Angel, Yes oh. Mina. <gasps> Um, Nightwish, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, another movie that we've talked about. Intruder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 90s, Dances with Wolves. This one's for you, Megan. Yeah, bitch. Uh, Bride of Reanimator, Tremors, the Ninja Turtles movie, fucking Exorcist 3, which is kind of weird. Darkman, Misery. Basically another... every franchise that ever made it. Right? Like, the second Ninja Turtles movie, fucking People Under the Stairs. <gasps> Dr. Giggles. Secret of the Ooze. Fucking Army of Darkness. Fucking the third Ninja Turtles movie. Did anybody watch it? I'm not even really I'm sure. I'm sorry. I, did I not say at the beginning of this movie, Army of Darkness? Yes, yes. And the skeleton, it, it evokes that, right? Let's go down to Let's go down to But like, fucking Jason Goes to Hell, Body Bags, The Mask, Time Cop, fucking New Nightmare, fucking Pumpkinhead 2. Fucking Time Cop. In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, that's it. Lord, of, Lord of Illusion, Scott Bakula's oh Rug. Lord of oh Illusions. my God, please. <laughs> Every one of our favorite. You know what? If we based our entire podcast on his filmography, oh, we would you. have not Scott Bakula. You oh, I was like, let's talk about Quantum Leap, yo. I was like, man, it'd be a short podcast, but I no, be no, no. If we it. if we based our entire podcast off of 
What's his name? I'm sorry, my notes are away. Kurtzman. Scott Bakula. Not Scott Bakula. <laughs> Kurtzman. 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 Mad Dog. Just call him Mad Dog. Mad Dog. My boy Mad Dog. Like, I'm the, the movies would, would none of them would none of them be bad. Like they no, would, they would they're, all, they're all be incredible. I you missed one actually, the, Morgan. Well, because I cut her off. Like no, I know I stopped. Like I cut her off. Skinner, Mortal Kombat. Fucking Vampire in Brooklyn from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Spawn. Oh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Very important film. We still have to make Morgan watch that, by the way. Bleed. Uh, this guy you, did I everything. think you did miss one. The Hidden. What, did he also do the effects yes. of The Hidden? Yes, he did. Okay, so he did the effects on Hidden, but the guy's shoulder did the directing for the second Wishmaster movie. Blade. Right? Very interesting, though. Mm. Stephen Dorff. You know, you know, I gotta... <laughs> it's a shame that movies that were really, really big at that time have not... Like, kids still talk about, you know, kids these days still talk about, you know, um, Scream, for example. But kids these days do not talk about Blade. Why? Why? Yeah, Blade was badass. Blade was young fucking and stupid. Sick. Like Blade was sick. Fucking love Chris Blade. Chris Christopherson? Oh it baby. Dude, oh, seriously, Stephen Dorff. Don't even get me started on Stephen Dorff. Like holy fuck. And Wesley Snipes. I mean, I thought he was like when I was about like 12, 13. I mean, I had inappropriate crushes on older men. Uh, my teacher told me I used to be obsessed with The Rock when I was in grade seven and grade eight, and I skipped class to go to Toronto to meet him. It's a whole what? thing. What? But I yes, wait a I met him. You met Dwayne Johnson at his book signing. Excuse me. My he co- has a book. He can read. My he coke head read. dad pulled me out of school to go meet him. In Toronto, and you know I did. What? Let me tell you, that, you that is amazing. I, I do at home, like a, like a, like a. Okay, like so I'm like gonna like fucking call your mom and be like, "Can you please can you find give us the dish on Megan?" I know, and please. so, but it's like, so you should be the rock with uh, for Halloween in the fanny pack. Oh, I would. Mat. So, so the thing is, in elementary, I had on my binder, "I will have the rocks, babies," <laughs> and my I was in grade eight. I was in grade eight, bitch. So my teachers were like, "That's inappropriate," and like, I was like, "I don't understand." I'm why. calling your parents because so I did not in grade eight. I did not equate having someone's baby with fucking them right like i I didn't i didn't i was just like i want to have his baby i'm gonna be his baby mama but to me that wasn't um a 40 year old man's gonna fuck 13 year old me (laughs) like i didn't (laughs) i didn't think about that you know oh dear i forget where we started Well, you know what? I support I support your crush, Megan. I uh, so you should not feel guilty because of that teacher's words. Fuck you, Mr. Wall. She's dead, but fuck you. Um I have one thing to say about him and then we can move on to uh my boyfriend Divoff. Um he his directorial debut is a movie that I really want to own and it's called The Demolitionalist. Demolitionalist? Yes. The there demon, are too the many demolitionalists. Um, and there's a lot of the same crew that worked on oh, Wishmaster okay. that worked on the demolitionalist. And I really wanted I really wanted on VHS because it's just one of those like vindicator type like shitty trashy <gasps> mm. sci-fi. Oh, I like movies. that. I and like it's about that. like a woman who gets resurrected and put cyborg parts on her body Love to it. I don't know, kill people, 
I looked into it, but I don't really remember the plot. But obviously, like any, like I, me and Morgan, like we're huge fans of like the like shitty, trashy, like nineties, like sci-fi cyborg movies. Uh, So I definitely want to watch that. But I think it's time. It's time (gasps) to get get into Andrew. Um, Divoff, Divoff, Divon, Divon, Divoff. I have been waiting for this moment uh, we're like waiting. halfway through the episode oh, and it's time like you <laughs> that was beautiful guys Thanks. um we'll serenade you anyway yeah, so. why do i feel like he was in a star trek series although i don't think he ever was no like I don't he has he that was. he wasn't because in my research i never found right. that but like my my soul tells me that he should have been almost the cue wouldn't it be? He would have been a great John. I, I was thinking that maybe did that you it had perfectly. Like, oh? I thought maybe like you felt <laughs> Do like not, don't, don't. one of the Q. Yasmina, he would have been one okay. of the Q. If he was one of the Q, that's cool. But not John Delancey because he did it perfectly. You're fucking fuck you in your yeah. Trivia. I had fuck a huge you. crush on Q, man, when I was a kid. I love Q. I fucking love Q. Uh, we could seriously like have a Star Trek podcast. Um, I know but we we're actually not talk about it every time. We literally because she looks like seven to nine. Talking. She does. She actually. does. I know. There's a little bit of that. Um, sure. uh, Tammy Lauren definitely has a seven of nine uh, resemblance. Um, but yeah, so Andrew Divoff. Okay, so uh, I just want to say that. I have always kind of been a fan of him, and I was very disappointed when he canceled the last Frightmare in the Falls that we did a live show at, I believe was Army of Darkness, that episode that we did at Frightmare oh. in the Falls. You know he what? Was I actually to be a guest. had no idea. He was supposed to be a guest. I drank a thousand mimosas that day. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And then you fucking like hung out with uh, Mike, what's his name? Michael from, um, Rucker. No, oh, no, that was, a, that was a different, that was a Comic Con. No, you hung out with Mike Hughes, the guy from Pet Cemetery. <gasps> <laughs> you guys like became best friends that day. Um, but that day, like, yes, yeah, sorry, that weekend, that con, that fucking event was Andrew Divoff was a guest and he canceled that week. And I was so disappointed. Like, I was like, Witchfinger, I'm not playing a live show anymore. Like, I'm not going. Um, and then, but I just want to say that, like, this is another reason why I love this podcast is um, it forces me to do a lot of research and I recently discovered that I love Andrew Divoff for much more reasons now <laughs> since I have done my research and fucking bless this man. Well, let me tell you, I I was like, okay, we're doing the Wishmaster movies and like literally the last time that I thought about this guy was when we watched Extra 3 and I was like, we were like, oh my god, it's Wishmaster. Hilarious. But then doing research, I was like, oh man, like this Divoff is the star of this fucking show. Divoff is the star of He's actually much more interesting than I had ever imagined. No, he's much more interesting than I ever imagined. He is such a fucking good, humble human being that deserves to be on this planet. Uh, so I'm going to get into it. He was born in Venezuela. Wow. He can speak Represent. nine 
languages. Um, he was right? fascinated by linguistics at an early His age. His father was Russian, by the way. Yes. And he speaks Russian in the second wish- Wishmaster. Linguistics. At the, in the bar. Yeah. What's cunnilingus? Oh. <laughs> it's the same thing. Sorry, I knew it was the same thing. I Is like it... that I just had to make <laughs> I mean, yeah. You got it. Uh, you whore. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> mean girls like boo you whore whore podcast um he tutored students at the university of spain and then further studied languages at georgetown university um spanish was his first language by the way yeah yeah english wasn't even his first language and he actually had a russian accent for a long time in his early uh ages but then when he moved to america the accent kind of dissipated but he can still bring it back like at will like right well i mean if your father is russian like i'm sure you well, could be like, like, like oh we can I'll do any like, canadian like we sound like, like my dad yeah, let's go on yeah. drink yeah. some maple, maple syrup you know like we can do it drink so he can some do it. maple syrup yeah and suck the teeth off the tree and all uh <laughs> tim hortons eh? <laughs> yeah um uh, it took him uh, about three and a half hours to put on the makeup, and I think it took about like an hour and a half to take it off. Um, but he, I didn't know this. Um, he was a neon maniac. So neon maniacs is a movie that I think we should do for an episode. I've actually only seen it yeah, once. Yeah, he's like the surgeon guy. So he's like uh, the de- the demonic surgeon in neon maniacs. Yeah. I feel like you, Megan, would love this movie because it's is just it like the it's like. Uh, no, no, like it's like one of those movies that has like a bunch of different demons that each have different like characteristics, and then at the end of the movie, there's like a show where they're, I would like they're in a band, they like play a show. Right? Yeah, I, I've only seen it once. It was a really long time ago, but um, apparently Andrew was pissed off at the director about the uh, movie because they used real dead pigeons. No. No, and friend. he was like, right? He was like, this no. is animal abuse. Fuck yeah. So uh, P.S. I just want to pause for a second. Like, we're at the scene where, like, we're in his lair, and it you... looks like the Predator's spaceship in Predator Two. It does. Yeah. And you know what? That creature that just came up um, looked like Pumpkinhead a little bit. Yeah. I like. I love how his dreads move. Like tentacles. his little, like weird, like penis. Like penis. Yeah. You know, I I was literally just thinking, living inside that that talisman that gem seems pretty sick like i'd be okay with it it probably wouldn't be that put some posters up on the yeah right like i would like light some incense or something yeah it looks like it would be all right yeah um but yeah so andrew it's funny because like i i've always had like a admiration i guess like for him but it was never sexual until Until now So I just, I recently watched, uh, like, I actually just think I watched another 48 hours last year, and like, holy, Andrew Divoff is so hot in another 48 hours, and he kind of looks like um, him in uh, Graveyard Shift. Oh, and with the long hair and the mustache, like, totally gives me Josh Brolin vibes. Oh. And, uh, you're let like, me, uh, let me just look at, like, look at the shit. Like, 
absolutely excuse me um andrew long hair and mustache with like a little fucking like goatee here that is that is very much um brad pitt um the the mustache with the little goatee is goatee is very much brad pitt a la interview with the vampire in between interview with the vampire and legend of the falls he had that long hair yeah. with the little, mm-hmm. you know, it's very much like mid nineties. Look at that. Very sexy. Very sexy. Yes. Oh, what a sexy man. Pull up dude. the fucking the graveyard shift gift, like that shit. So yeah, dude. Like holy fuck. Like it's funny because like I just liked him because I'm like yeah he's like Wishmaster. But the more research I did on him and like his uh, actual. Like, what he does in his personal time with, like, all of his, like, philanthropy and, like, activism stuff. Like, I was like, okay, not only are you uh, Cherry Gantz in Another 48 Hours, uh, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, great movie. Nick Nolte. It's a great fucking movie, and he's, like, the main, like, uh bad dude in it um he actually got the role okay this is incredible you guys he got he found out that he got the role for another 48 hours when he was vacationing in berlin on the day of the tearing down of the berlin wall so what he did when he found out that he got the role he celebrated by getting drunk at a pub and then he went to the fucking event and grabbed a sledgehammer and fucking destroyed the wall. He was part of that shit. He, Andrew Divoff fucking helped destroy the Berlin Wall. Wow. That, that is the most epic thing. And like, there's more, there's more. Like, holy shit. Uh, He also is a massive environmentalist activist. Uh, He uh, formed a logging crew in 1992, which was focused on removing dead or dying trees from beetle infestation, and also became a partner in Verdant Resource, who hold a patent for wind-powered water pumps in the Alpine Water Company. Uh, so what he did was he got a government grant and he supplied running water to the small mountain community. I love him. Yes. He's like infinitely, like much more sexier than ever. And you know what's bizarre? Did you find any Seinfeld ties? To Divoff? No. To this movie at all? To no. this movie? This might be the very no. first movie. There could have been, but to Other be honest, than, you know, really Mystics of Bali and Spookies and all, like, the... the yeah, those people... Mm. The first season, yeah. we call it, of our of yeah. our podcast. The first season wouldn't have any Seinfeld references. No. But, again... Oh, there's Tony Todd. But his face is very much like... So you're trying to tell me he was never in Star Trek, never in Enterprise, never in Voyager, never in Deep Space Nine. He was also never in Seinfeld. But look at that face. Yeah. Right? It's a face made for TV. Well, he is is. like also because of like his linguistics, he is usually a Russian terrorist in a lot of roles. Yeah, like he's been typecast. He's been typecast as like a lot. Which is funny. Yes, so he he is the Russian terrorist in Air. Air Force One, and oh, he um, was. yeah, he was legit. Yeah, he was. Like, he's, he's, the, he's the bad guy in Air Force One. Yeah, and like, Actually. um, which is funny because like when he first started his acting career, he intended to want to play like uh, heroes. But because he can speak all these villain. fucking languages, they were like Russian terrorist, 
let's hire Andrew. Because, because you know, Americans never want the English-speaking people to be the villains. Right, of It's course. always the foreign-speaking people the who are the Russians. villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, there's Ridiculous. a lot more domestic terrorists. Hello. Uh, but, yeah, he... Uh, he's just like an all-around incredible man. Um, in 2014, he started his own craft beer called the Gin's Hellebrew. Shut you up. I am right not now. going to shut up. He sold, get this, he sells the beer to benefit charities. What a yes. lovely Yes, and then in 2017, he started his own brewing company with, the, it's called Three Marm Brewing, with his fucking logging crew buddies. That supplied the water to the mountain people. Um, and the tap room should be open soon in Crestline, California. I'm assuming it's probably delayed because of the pandemic. But that is going to be a location that I will visit in my lifetime. He also does sculpting and oil painting on his own time. Who is this man? I don't know, but I want to marry him. I actually seriously fucking love this man so much. He also, did you know, uh, penned a script for Wishmaster's TV. Yes, I was actually going to say this is a very important part of the whole thing. Was it used? Yeah, so he No, wrote... it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So... <laughs> No, sorry, my Yasso was like, Yasso, here's my parrot. Oh! <laughs> Bitch. Um, but yeah, so his movie was called uh, Wishmaster the Third Millennium, uh, which had a Y2K theme involving American warships in Asia that gets hit by a missile, and then there's also a meeting going on at the UN, and monsters come to life, and, like, shit gets crazy. They just, like, decimate it's, people at the UN. There's a, a lot, lot of shit going on. So the script also had, like, gargoyles on buildings coming to life and, like, coming down the street and stuff. Uh, the script wasn't options, and then, so he was kind of like, fuck this shit. And that's why he didn't I'm come back as I'm not doing any more movies. Yeah, so he was yeah. like, he wanted to write the script, and... Wow! So that actually, his head just popped off there. Uh, yeah, that the piano was Kurtzman. Kurtzman's head just popped off. This And this is also some Hellraiser 3 vibes. Like, at the bar scene, at the club, at the metal club. Absolutely. This is exactly the same fucking scene, Where everyone man. gets fucked up. The, uh, yeah, like, the end, like, carnage scene here. Kind of yeah. like the, like the... Like, that scene you're waiting for the whole movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, there is so much happening So much gore and decimation. It's awesome. But, yeah, uh, Andrew Divoff, um, he was also in Mac and Me? Yeah, he was. Okay, so Mac and Me is a movie that I haven't seen since I was a kid, but the only thing I remember is, obviously, the kid in the wheelchair that fucking goes over the cliff. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, that's a movie I would revisit. Wait, wasn't that Friday the 13th? Um... That too. <laughs> Wasn't that also Don't Go But that the was woods? a teenager. He goes down. Um, he goes down Many like stairs. stairs. Many but flights. like in Mac and Me, the kid actually gets like fucking <laughs> like pushed over a cliff. Like Does he die? Uh, I don't know, but I just know that Paul Rudd loved to share that scene whenever he was on oh, Conan Paul Oh, yeah. No, Paul Rudd oh. is eternal. Yes, he is. He is, he is a vampire. Holy shit. He's a vampire. Um, but yeah, Andrew was also in a Graveyard Shift, and he's holy fucking shit. So hot in Graveyard Shift. Muscles everywhere. 
I want to touch his penis. <laughs> um, Extro oh. 3 is awesome. I love all three Extro movies. Obviously, the first one, we have to do that for yep. an episode. We it's have to. Weird. We have to. Yeah, it's weird. I love it. It's so good. I did it for the Rewind Zone, like, as the, like, the vlog room org like it's just absurd and um but the third one is just like it just takes place in the jungle it's like in florida or some shit yeah he's also in nemesis 4 which is the craziest one yeah the one with the the woman the hunt for red october which he probably plays a russian guy probably he probably plays a russian he's in a lot of movies with that fucking das boot guy jurgen his name is yeah, you're, yes, 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 yes i don't know his last name but i just know i just call him das boot I just know it's him Jürgen from... It's Jürgen Flurgen. It's Jürgen Flurgen. It is Jürgen something, keep. though. I, yeah. That's all I know. Jürgen. Yeah. Uh, but they're buds, and um, he was also in a movie that I cannot find anywhere on VHS. If somebody can please find me this Albert Pugh movie, Hong Kong 97, with Andrew Divoff and Robert Patrick, I would greatly appreciate it because there is like one copy on eBay, but it's uh, in American dollars Fuck and eBay. it's a lot of shipping monies. And then there's like laser disc copies like floating around. But like, laser why? Disc. Why can't I find this movie? Please, just somebody send it to me. Oh, Seven of Nine and Freddy Krueger are <laughs> a thing. Oh, there it is. Oh. It's, it's um, Poltergeist Two. Okay, so it's Seven of Nine, Freddy Krueger, and Poltergeist 2. Yeah, you know what? Walking like, to a bar. There's a lot of, um... <laughs> there's a lot Jin of tentacles in this. And grants you three wishes. What do you do? <laughs> um, also, we we were, uh... Talky-talky, uh, during the Kane Hodder kill scene. We were, and let me tell you something about that scene. Um, I think the worst part about it is his beard. Um, did anybody... I thought you were going to say the CGI. No, I mean, the CGI itself is terrible, but, like, his beard is literally cut from the lobe, the bottom of the lobe of his ear, all the way across to the mustache. That is it hilarious It is literally the worst fucking shave job I've ever seen in my life. Like, it, it's terrible. And but here we are awful. in Mortal Kombat. Right? I literally... God, I was just thinking that. That was Shredder, actually. I'm pretty sure that it just walked by. Yeah, this is Mortal Kombat when we're waiting for that lizard creature. Fuck. Yasmina. Reptile? Thank you. Yeah, actually, you know what? I love this scene. I feel like the way that they the come made all the statues coming to life like this, oh, it so just cool. like, it all looks awesome. It's so I also love cool. how they exemplify um, and personify the fact that like CIA, FBI agents are useless as fuck and a bunch of pussy ass bitches. Yeah. Like, they're always fucking like, oh, I guess I'll just point and shoot. They're so sad. Mere mortal humans, like, you cannot defeat yeah, statue Genghis so Khan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I love about the Kane Hodder scene is, like, uh, it's funny because, like, the beginning of this movie is so heavy on practical effects. And then that shit, when he fucking turns into glass... <laughs> And like the CGI and then it is so out. like, but that's what I love about this movie is that like they you can just tell that they had fun with it. You know what I mean? They were like it's so versatile in that way that it was Bleh. just like we're gonna put all this work towards the skeleton coming out of like this that's the body. Part. But then like uh, let's fucking have like a stupid death with like horrible CGI 
CGI and Kane Hodder getting, uh, uh, I don't know what the word would be, like, how do you die by glass like that? Like, he just turned right. into, like, glass and then and it shattered. shattered. Yeah. It was very bad. It was so cartoony. And he's yeah. like, oh. No. I actually think that um, Screaming Mad George painted that. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. I saw in the credits, Love like, him. I the other yeah. night when I watched this, like, I noticed that... Uh, I'm pretty sure that he did a lot of the paintings in this. So the painting at the Whoa. end where her sister is in it and like Wishmaster's like, nah, she's on fire, bitch. And she's like burning. Like he painted that. And also I'm pretty sure he painted the CGI like painting. No way. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Fucking bless Screaming right? Mad George too. I right? just recently watched Children of the Corn part three. Right. Yeah, and I was that. like, Love what it. the fuck how have i never it's funny because like i just never really paid that much attention to those like that series because like their kids just kick them in the neck but the third <laughs> one is all about the special effects and yeah. it's because of screaming mad george he does a great job what a wonderful fucking man Fuck he's in a, a band and they're great fucking man what a wonderful human being i feel drunk me as well okay well it's a perfect time for you to talk about Part three. Yes. So I want to talk about part three. So again, I, I bring up the fact that I'm a little bit younger than these broads, which means, you know, the 2000s were very much like my, my jive. Like I had skinny eyebrows and I straightened my hair with a fucking iron, my mom's clothes iron. You know what I mean? Like I was part of that whole scene. Schnagular, Britney Spears. That was my jam. And so um, three was very much <laughs> there's that painting yeah no, no painting i just saw it did, yeah. yeah it's good it's not great uh, <laughs> it's okay yeah it's so, a society you know so the the third one i really appreciate because i come from wait the wait, era wait hang on of, you appreciate the third one yeah continue because, uh, you know... I just have to process that. It's, like, very much like Urban Legend, or... That's... That is that movie. It's Urban Legend. It takes place on a university campus, and it's exactly, like, I totally got that when I wa tried right? to watch it. I didn't finish it. it. It's, like, it's like when I, when I first watched it, I related to it. But when you watch it again, it's like, okay... The soundtrack is shit. The and you're like, where's Jared Leto? Um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like there's nothing. What? There, there are very Jared few. Jared Leto was in Urban Legend. Was he? Joshua Jackson yeah. was. That was a big deal Well, listen, if, if Jared Leto was in it, it would be like. Better. And the chick from like Felicity, she had like the curly hair. She oh, Vaseline. Yeah. Was she in those Vaseline commercials? Give me the Vaseline. I don't know, one of those da, 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 Vaseline. No, you're thinking of Neutrogena. That's it. Da, 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 Neutrogena. Da, 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 Neutrogena. Vaselina. Oh yeah, God. I mean, I Jawbreaker, that's all. Like, I oh, that's a gay heart. Fuck that movie. Yes. Fuck that movie. That movie scares the shit out of me. That movie scares the shit out of me. You know what? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Creature Features, Wishmaster, Warlock, Freddy, Jason, bring it on. But when it comes to bullies killing people, I, I, I can't deal with, like, gun yeah, violence I can't deal with. Um, bullies killing people I can't deal with. Like, give me a monster movie any day. But Jawbreaker? Bitch, no. Like, bitch, no. But you're okay with uh, Boyfriend and Wishmaster 3 turning into an angel? Literally. I love it. 
Oh my I god, I love you so much. Why Why is the Wishmaster's earlobe so long? Can right? we talk about this? I feel like he was part of a culture... Like, his that... earlobes are like three inches long. But if long. he's, if he's you know, historical and medieval and... Maybe no. we should From reach a out different to Will time. Smith. He might know. Why the fuck would Will Smith know? Because he's a genie. He was the genie in the new Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was like, is this a Men in Black thing? What am I missing? It's like an Aladdin thing. I was like, is it because him and his wife fuck other people? What are we talking <laughs> They fuck other people with big earlobes. Duh. I don't fuck her pussy, Jada. I fuck her ear, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, like a stretched ear? Like, Did you know that your mouth and lips are the same tissue as your, as your asshole and vagina yeah that is I did, I did. that's why men love blowjobs but that's why i love you because now i love knowing that yeah so when you lick the inside of your mouth that's what it would feel like if you licked the inside of your own colon or like just another asshole well except for all the well, poo that would be involved so no why well, when i poo, poo my poo hang out at the end of your asshole well in your colon no no, no no when i poo i clear it out every time well, every single molecule. I give myself an enema every time I poo. Oh, she has coffee enemas. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a vegan, I... bitch. I shit eight times a day now, oh and it's God. clean. When I wipe, it's okay. So what happens what? if you shit eight times a day and you're not vegan? Because I might have a problem. Well, it means that you have a, oh, it's your, a dick up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Wishmaster, <laughs> I'm finding myself. But like, okay, seriously, let's go back to Wishmaster three. Like, I, I do want to talk about part two. No, it's like a dirty secret. Like, please tell us more. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm done my fucking bottle of wine, by the way. Well, yeah, I'm already drinking some fucking pink Whitney. Whitney. No, I'm fine. Have pink Whitney. Right Here, have a sip of this, girl. I'm good. I Did want you, you to have a sip you like of it. it. Yeah, I really like it. But I want if I have a whole bottle and then some, Morgan has to have a whole bottle and then. Send some. Hey, oh, that's not oh, bad. That's it's fine. really good. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, ginger ale like, is this. Ginger oh, ale is the liquid of the gods. The elixir of the gods. Morgan, like, I do want to talk about Wishmaster 2, but Wishmaster 3, I tried. I tried. I and like, I fucking oh, shut that shit lovely. off. Tastes like, like Pez. Mm, Pez. Mm. Uh, but the second that the boyfriend like fucking turns into an angel, I was like done. I was done. I just like I checked out. To me, what that equates to um, for for current media is when Rob Zombie makes his wife uh, riding a white horse in Halloween Two. I Do you remember it. that scene? I, I blocked it out. Uh, in Halloween, he did Halloween, which was never great. Seen it. Rob Zombie's Halloween was great. Halloween 2, he had his wife out of nowhere. It was never in the original script. He wrote his wife into uh, appearing as an angelic figure on a white horse in the asylum for some reason. And so I, I find that like that scene in Wishmaster 3 is very much it's like... It's like the pointless, like indulgent shit that you're except like... Except mm. for Rob Zombie should have learned from that mistake and right. not duplicated it. In his wife for no reason showing up in Halloween 2. So what you're saying is that Rob Zombie Should stop making has movies? never seen Wishmaster 3. <laughs> yes! That's what I'm saying. 
probably I, I shouldn't true. say he should stop making movies because I know a lot of you listeners are probably big fans of his movies, but I'm going to say he well, should stop making movies. Well, you know what? Movies. That's too bad. <laughs> I mean. It truly is. Although I never saw that, that Witches of Salem or whatever mm. it's called. I Let never, me tell I you, I'm pretty sure that I made uh, my uh, intentions about Rob Zombie very clear. Like, I'm pretty sure like the second. I fucking, love his music. The second episode that we ever did. I don't even know what fucking episode it was. I was the like, willies. I was like, fuck Rob fuck Zombie. You. Yeah, of I course know. you would remember. Anyways, it was early on. I was like, mm. He, his I music just, is really good. You know what? Really good. You know what? I don't ever want to poo-poo on anybody's art because I am an artist myself. I'm an artiste! True that, girl. Wah. However. But, <laughs> well, well, you know what? When you take a movie that wasn't that. originally Wah. yours, though. Yeah, but right? w- yeah, like what I choose to believe it, that I am inspired by or that I enjoy or whatever, it's my own business. I am not a fan of his material. I vibe with you with that because I personally, we've talked about this, uh, but not for a long time. I am a huge white zombie fan and love Rob Zombie's uh, music, but the movies uh, vary for me. I have- <laughs> Pretentious. There were many things that I found. Uh, it depends for me. It, like every movie is very different. About it. They I, are. I have, I have like specific. Uh, opinions for each one and but I also haven't cared to watch the latest two. Devil's Rejects I can't watch. Devil's Rejects scares the holy hell out of me. I think that Devil's Rejects is raw. Well. It's raw and gory and mm-hmm. but again I've said it before literally in this episode human violence I don't like yeah, it. Until so the that. Devil's Rejects that. is pure human on human Dude, the violence. part with the chick from the Three's Company, like, that scene was hard to watch. Where she had to fuck the gun? The, uh, the thing that I yeah, appreciate ew. about Devil's Rejects Gross. is the way that it was shot. But uh, we'll get into this. Like, if anybody wants to know my opinion about Rob Zombie movies, just message me. Because, like, I could literally talk about it for, like, 20 minutes. And I do want to talk about Wishmaster 2. For sure. Um, but for sure, definitely, like, I just, I love the Rob nepotism Zombie needs as a to human stop, being. Though. I agree with that. That's it. But the definitely, like, I just, I love him as a musician. I don't love him as a movie maker. However, let's digress. Um, so... The, uh, obviously Rob Zombie has never seen Wishmaster 3, so let's move on to Wishmaster 2, and then I want Megan to end the episode talking about Wishmaster 4, <laughs> she's the only one that's seen part 4, you and know me what? and Megan have Bless it. your fucking heart. Fucking M names. I stopped it. Okay, but I want to talk about number 2. Okay, so number 2, okay, obviously number 1 is the best, in my opinion. But part two, holy fuck, it's so entertaining. It's still so fucking hilarious. Like, the kill scenes are incredible. Like, the the fucking guy who uh, wishes to walk out of the jail cell and he, like, crushes through the tiny slot. That's crazy. Like, that part is hilarious. Probably the best But not even as good or funny as the part when the lawyer fucks himself. That's like, the best fuck, part. The That's shit, the man. Part. Like, that fucking... Like, who... I have never seen that in a movie ever. And I applaud that scene 
so much because like when he's actually fucking himself like i even love the noises that the lawyer is making like he's like oh oh ah, yeah that's oh, fucking ah. gross and like the guy <laughs> from strange land it's, is just it's like yo gross. man fuck you okay man like what the fuck dude <laughs> uh, like it's so fucking good and like i love that like uh the concept of him going to prison makes so much sense because like that is uh, it, it's, uh, it's so intelligent that they thought of that because, like, inmates uh, would be such easy prey for a genie because, like, obviously their wishes would be to get out of jail. So it would just be, like, fucking, like, free souls for but him. But also the comedy is free reign. Like, Love in it. a jail Holy. cell, like, the comedy was free reign. Every death was goddamn hilarious. So fucking funny. Even, like, uh, like we mentioned earlier, but when he's just, like, the head with, like, the little arms... Hilarious. When he comes out of the duel. But I gotta say that, like, what's her name? Morgana. Morgana. She's such a fucking cunt, man. Fuck her. Like, her character is uh, such a shitty person because she... Uh, first of all, at the beginning of the movie, her and her boyfriend, like, they go, uh, rob a museum and they steal some shit and then the security guard kills her boyfriend and then she kills the security guard and then later on she's like, oh, why? Uh, and it's like, oh, maybe it's just like, don't be a thief. Yeah, like... Like, you got what you deserved, bitch. It's kind of karma. Like, fuck you. And um, I love that there's a hot priest. And they fuck. And I love that, like, at the end of the movie, her character is, like, divine. And, like, she starts to wear cream-colored white clothing. And all of a sudden, she's, like, not a whore. And, uh, I hate that. <laughs> I know. But I will say, my favorite thing about part two is the makeup like th that they put on him as the gin looks awesome like when he's just standing as right. the gin this the the prosthetics that they put on his body and his face are like just a tad heightened compared to the first one so like you can tell a little bit they, more they evil. upgraded a little bit um, but I also, one last thing I just wanted to say about part two is, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like, do you remember the part where, um, her hot preacher fucking guy, um, <laughs> when they're on his like spaceship, sorry, like the Jin's like predator spaceship and, um, <laughs> they make the preacher dude like, uh, be Jesus, like on mm. the cross and he's like getting off. As most priests would. Yes. Do you remember? Like, yeah. he, like so he's yeah. got like a, the crown of thorns and he's on his cross and he's supposed to be suffering, but he's like, uh, he is a, like masochist? he's making like fucking, that dude has a boner for Jesus, which proves that crazy Christians want to fuck Jesus. Is that the word? He's a masochist. When you like paint on yourself, it's. No, masochist is when you like providing that pain to others, yes. right? Yeah. No, no, no. When you like into yourself. Yeah, masochist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but then, like, later, the djinn is just like, or I'll make him suffer. And then Morgana is like, no, stop. But before that, like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I jizz for like, Jesus. He's like, I jizz for Jesus. Shut the fuck up. Please. She's got a boner for Jesus, man. You know what's funny is as you're saying that the second um, Wishmaster makeup was incredible, all I can think in preparation for talking about the fourth is how 
abysmal the makeup for the fourth oh, movie dear. is in comparison again i've never even mm. seen a photo again i kind of like i kind of it's okay like i i like it but the makeup it's frustrating because when you're dealing with a series that has been successful enough to get to a number four why does it get worse I don't understand Smaller that. Smaller budget, maybe? Yeah, but, but, that's, but that's what I don't understand. Like, as far as the, the Freddy movies and the Jason movies, when you got to number four, you were kind of almost peaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you were waiting for that, like... <sighs> Dream Master, so good. Right? Like, you're, you're everyone's going to the theater now. They know the character. They know yeah. the storyline. But then this was like... It, it, it very much was like a, a, like a <laughs> steep decline. <laughs> like, the makeup is, is very much like... Uh, it's not as wet. Is it the same dude that... Which Played I find is important. The third one, I don't even know anything about. The um, one at all. I, I'm not sure if it's the same dude. I, I don't know because I don't know the third one that well, as well as I know the fourth one, which is really sad. Oh, I should so actually, uh, you know what? I should well, give it a shot. Here's a photo, and it's it's just very like, dry. Like yeah. the makeup is very. It's it's almost like you know how Hellraiser when it went to straight to DVD. Yeah, the fourth one. Yeah. You know, it was the budgets like, get smaller, and then like the expectations. They're kind of just, just regurgitating. Is there them. anything good about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, there is. the The main guy, like the the main character, he was in a, a few things. I have it in my notes here. He was in um, Battlestar Galactica. That's a thing that was popular. Dude, that show was fucking awesome. How I Met Your Mother, which was <laughs> very funny. Yes, Encyclopedia. <laughs> I like, what do you like most about pandas? Their meat is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Harris that was trying to hit on the girl. Of that course, was like, always. Um, and she's like a newscaster woman talking about like pandas, and mm-hmm. he, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really interested." In pandas. No, no, no. It was it was the awkward. It was what's his name? Jason Siegel? No, no, no. Ted. Ted. It was Ted. Ted. And so their media is delicious. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh fuck. Okay, sorry. We're like sidetracking that gives here, me, man. Like, uh, reminds me of a story, but I'll tell you afterwards. There are meat. About eating endangered species, I'll tell you. Okay, we're gonna Morgan. make Morgan watch this scene I later. Is it because you're verified or like almost verified? That no, you eat I know somebody. Now? That are you so rich and famous? That I know you're somebody. That, meat? No, I know somebody <laughs> that ate some weird shit though. <laughs> what else oh do you eat? God. Great white fucking oh, uteri or something? Great white uteri. <laughs> the plural. <laughs> Anyways, number four oh is, my God. is good. My eyes are it's watering. not great. We should wrap it up. We've yeah. been recording for eight hours. I know. <laughs> We're all very drunk. 
None of us have socks on. We're yelling loud noises. Oh, Morgan, the one with the sexy feet kept taking my socks off. Take all your socks off. I've already smashed a glass. It's been like a holy shit. You know what? Fuck yeah! This episode was awesome. Thank you everybody for listening. And um, I don't know. Is there anything else anybody wants to put? Happy. Oh no, we'll do a Halloween. No, we won't. Happy, happy Halloween. We might. Who knows? It'll be like a two weeks late Halloween episode, but you know what? Fuck it. Say Halloween. Say Halloween. Say Halloween. Say Halloween. Hey, ask to a pair. Oh, Madame. Wee 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 wee. Ah, Morgan, how do you know that song? Because I fucking remember that fucking song. Hey. Say Halloween. So for our American song. listeners, we're very French Canadian. <laughs> je peux parler français, mais uh, je, no. I don't want to. We're not gonna get I into could, that. I could, but I won't. Mais mais je no. de you don't even know what I just said. Yeah, because you just said. <laughs> okay, Andrew Divop, please become my best friend. Thank talk, you for listening. Talk Russian to me. Yes. Talk Russian to me. Hi. Talk dirty to me. Thank you, Morgan. And I'm going to fucking order his beer. Hell Brew or whatever the fuck it's called. I'm going to order it. Gin's Hell Brew. It's a pale ale. I think I believe it's at 8%. Is the can He's getting you all liquored up. Oh, actually. I hope it has horns on it. Right up your pee hole. Well, I mean, it's like... Is the can shaped like It's like the inside of your mouth, right? Morgan, is it shaped like this? Oh, We got some snorts going on We gotta go. Guys, this is too out of control. If you have a long duck dong, give us a call. Oh, and let us know if you wear a monocle. Or backs. Yeah, please, monocle lovers, send us your monocle. Send us your div off stories. Div off. Div on. Div on. Uh, I want to take my div. I could eat a peach for days. (laughs) I am dead. I am dead. I have parents. Bye! I also think that, like, Andrew Uh, Divoff would be totally into this. This conversation. What? What? Andrew Divoff. He would like totally be into this. Like he would be yeah. like sitting here. Please imagine we did be divoffing right now. An episode with David David Hasselhoff and Andrew Divoffoff. Oh my god! And then we could talk about Baywatch Nights. <laughs> my dream. We have to go. Okay. There's someone at the door. We have to go. <laughs> Coming. <laughs>